0: 91.3 always on the edge First of the Cape drive time welcome to the show 829 913, 913 is the WhatsApp line feel free to query comment and or criticize um yeah Swiss voters have narrowly approved a proposal to ban uh, face coverings and a decision that critics have branded as Islamophobic and sexist. The vote comes after years of debate in Switzerland following similar bans in other European countries, despite Muslim women wearing full face veils being an exceptionally rare occurrence in Swiss streets. But Muslim groups have condemned the vote and said they would challenge it. And in fact, in front of me on screen is a rather interesting poster. It's got a woman in niqab with very angry eyes and raised eyebrows. Okay. And it says, extremism stoppin'." and it says verhehlen uh, okay my german not very good but we now chat to Taiba Mohammed, member of Le Foulah Violet the purple head scarves a feminist muslim women's organization in switzerland taiba muhammad Alaikum, welcome
1: wa well, alaikum assalam thank you for inviting me so as you said and you almost got the name right <laughs> so it was perfect so yeah, as you said, we are a feminist organization based in Geneva, Switzerland, where we fight for the right of Muslim women to wear the headscarf without being one discriminated and without facing Islamophobic violence and hatred. So at first we were quite um, had some doubts on whether we were legitimate to enter the de- the public debate because uh, none, none of us was wearing the burqa, and our main concern was to give the voice to the ones that were directly concerned, so the women wearing the burka in Switzerland. So we did some research and we found some women that were ready to share their experience and explain also why they wanted to wear the burka. And um, we entered this campaign uh, because of that and also because we, we wanted to bring facts and our expertise on these women also and to give them the voice. And also, we believe that the, um, the state should not say to women what to wear, uh, whether it's a mini skirt or a burqa. So uh, after that, we built a strong coalition of feminist organizations, mainstream organizations, and anti-racist organizations, and campaigned uh, really, really hard this last couple of months. And we've been quite successful in tightening the gap. So a few months ago, um, the proposal by the far right was to be approved by a majority in the country. And we managed to tighten the gap uh, until now. So now, as you know, maybe the results, the final results were 51.2% of the population voted yes to the proposal. So as you can see, there is only 2% of the gap left. So we, we lost, but we really, really think that there is an, a clear sign that uh, we are going to build a strong coalition among the prog- progressive parties, the uh, organization, feminist organization, to fight xenophobia, extremism, be- um, sexism, and Islamophobia in Yeah,
0: I mean, it looks like the whole um, burqa niqab thing is being mm-hmm. used as an excuse, as a cover. Uh, no pun intended mm-hmm. <laughs> against um, uh, people who just happen to be Muslim. Um, yeah. It is significant, as you said, the vote fifty-one point two percent to forty-eight point eight percent. So a very very mm-hmm. close call. Um,
1: yeah.
0: But um, you know, I mean, looking at the situation, I think we we have to make sort of explain to people who are listening to us that. The burqa and the niqab mm-hmm. and the hijab. That there are different mm-hmm. ways that women dress themselves hijab. is just like a, mm-hmm. n- a normal scarf, face is, appears, niqab mm-hmm. is a veil. And the burqa, which we, we don't see very often, is, um, according to your definitions, a full body, covers the entire face, mesh screen, exactly. covers the eyes. So, you know, mm-hmm. those are the basic sort of categories of, of head coverings. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think... Uh, the reason why this can be seen as grossly Islamophobic is because it doesn't seem as if many Swiss women wear the burqa or the niqab. Yes, many of them wear the hijab, but not what mm-hmm. the Western people would call the veil.
1: So, yeah, so basically what we did also is to write an argumentation and where and we exposed the differences between these two three different um attire that women that muslim women can wear and basically like you said there is only 30 women in um, switzerland that wear the bulka and it was proven by um you know research and it's about 0.00035 0. 000 35 uh, of the swiss population which is really really smart small and what we think is that behind, there is, there is an aim behind this burka ban and what was aimed behind the minaret ban that passed 10 years ago is to exclude and stigmatize the Muslim community in Switzerland and to further marginalize these women, uh, you know, further the marginalization of these women wearing the burka, and also the Muslim, Muslim community as well. Uh, and what we fear is that this tendency of stigmatizing women clothes and Muslim women attire are going to fuel a movement towards the headcuff that what we, we want to fight uh, against. And, and, and for us, um, you know, two years ago when we began in 2019 and until, until today, we know that it's, it's a long-term fight. And, you know, um, like we said on television also in, in Switzerland, and we asked the, the people that represent the far right, is that we know that the next step for you guys is is the hijab. And, and we really want to the, this population to understand that whether it's the burqa, the hijab or Whatever women should have the the right to choose for their their own like their own decision, make their own decision on their bodies, and that's why also the feminist strike of Geneva was uh, really um, with us and, and 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 said that this this uh, proposal was completely sexist.
0: I mean, uh, you know, I mean, if one looks at any Muslim community. Anywhere in the world where there are minorities, mm-hmm. and I can include South Africa in this category as well, United mm-hmm. Kingdom, uh, France, etc., mm-hmm. etc., et um, where you will find Muslim women um, wearing a, a variety of, of headgear, A variety of ways of dressing Um, in south africa for example we have women from somalia they dress differently to um people who've been born in cape town who dress differently people from another group so it's a difficult thing isn't it in that um even within minority groupings where you get people from different parts of the world that they have different traditions and surely Mm-hmm. Uh, if a country yeah. is truly democratic, all these different traditions need to be respected, whether a woman doesn't wear a scarf, whether she chooses to wear one or not. Yeah.
1: No, no, that, that's completely the, the, our, our goal, is that we, we aim to represent diversity, and also we want this diversity to be respected. We, we fully understand that the, there is maybe some people that don't, get our choices, but our job, their job is not to, to understand our choices, but to respect it. And we want to ensure the right, as a Swiss citizen, to all the women, uh, the Muslim women, to, to be able to wear whatever they want and to also be able to practice their religion which, because it's their basic rights. And that's why also we said during this campaign... And um, so, so as you said, there is a huge diversity here in Geneva, in Switzerland, and it, it should be understood and it should be respected, and and that's really our aim um, as uh, the Foulard Violet to also represent this diversity.
0: Now, one thing that that uh, comes across as quite hypocritical, if not ironic, is that uh, in France, for example, where there are a lot of Catholic nuns. Um, mm-hmm. Massive moves against the headscarf But nuns seem to be Exempt from this ruling Do you see the same kind of hypocrisy In Switzerland where other population Groups are left alone But Muslims are picked on
1: um, so, as I said ten years ago they they decided to ban also the minarets. Right. so what we we see is that there is a tendency to stigmatize women clothes and especially Muslim women attire and and we know that there is none not really a huge difference between the nuns and the Muslim you know what they they wear as a veil and what we wear as as headscarf or a different kind of veil and and there is some states in Switzerland that are not secular and where it's, you know, not prohibited. But here in Geneva, it's a special case, but we really um, highlighted that this fact, and, and again, our, our goal is that every diversity should be respected, even the, you know, and there is no difference to make between women that decide to wear it for these kinds of reasons, for a different reason, We decide to wear it because of r- religious reasons, and we want this to be respected.
0: Now, the interesting thing, the thing about the vote, it's been called a yine vote, a mixture between a ya yeah and a nine. Ya yeah, meaning mm-hmm. yes and nine meaning no. Where does that come yeah. from? It, it does seem that even the vote did go um, down by two percent, that in, even in, in spite of that, there seems to be a lot of um, uh, ambivalent feelings, uh, feelings where people yes or no is in fact their, their response, which is one of confusion.
1: Um, so, basically, is that in the beginning of this um, this campaign, we, we saw that there was a lot of people that had attention to vote yes to the ban, and that had no information about what they were actually voting about. And that was our um, aim to, you know, inform people, inform them about the different kinds of, uh, what is a burqa, what is a niqab, what is a hijab, what differences there is between these three, and... Uh, what was the aim of, the, of this ban and why the Muslim women were stigmatized by it and not other groups. So that's what, you know, there was a huge work on information to make. And we, that's really why we decided to step up and to and to do this argumentation and to actually give the voice to women that were directly concerned by the ban.
0: What was the response when people were presented with the facts? Did a lot of people uh, change their mind, or were they mm-hmm. just as stubborn as they were before they were approached or explained to?
1: So I certainly think that there is people that are stubborn to their you know and stick to their ideas, but there is also a lot of people that change their mind, and that's why we said that for us we lost, but not completely because when we began there was a step uh, that gave us a 68% um of, uh, of yes yeah to the proposal and when we finished that the final result, like, like I said was 51 uh, 51.2% so at almost 15 percent of um you know um we we actually um tightened the, the, the score really and we see that a lot of people change their minds and even when we finished the campaign the the day of the results we we had some calls and people told us that normally for example their parents voted for the right and this time they decided to vote for against it and they were they were really upset by the results so these kinds of uh you know um calls made us really proud and and we know that a lot of people change their minds and a lot of people are more informed now and we see the differences between this quotation and 10 years ago when it came to the minerals
0: so what does it mean now that uh, switzerland has narrowly voted in favor of banning face coverings in public does this now become law where does
1: it go from here no, so it's actually in the constitution now. Uh, that's why it was uh, it was uh, federal. So it wasn't about the states; it was about Switzerland entirely. So it's in the constitution now. Uh, the women, uh, and it's actually a real, like a law that is marked in the constitution. So that's why also it was really important for us to speak up, and that was that's also why a lot of people were actually shocked by by this uh, proposal.
0: So what does it mean? If somebody wears a niqab or um, a burka in public, What can they go to jail? What's going to happen?
1: As I said, um, the ban is to, like, they, they have no right to wear it in public now. So um, no burka for the women. The, the 30 women that were in Switzerland are now, um, you know, um, they cannot wear it in public. And, um, yeah, so it's basically a ban. No, problem.
0: will they defy the laws?
1: Oh, Excuse
0: me. I say will the woman defy the law will they go out with it in public because um
1: so uh, you know yeah, as we saw as we saw in France 10 years ago when they voted against the burqa and the, to, for you know for banning the burqa uh, uh, there is research that so- shows that um that shows that a lot of women decided to wear it uh, get to fight against the against ba- the ban so a lot of women decided to wear the burka to fight against it and we don't know as it's going to happen in switzerland we will see uh we cannot really um, you know project ourselves but we certainly think that these women uh are going to try maybe to find another way
0: Taiba Muhammad, a member of Les Fula Violets Purple Headscarves), a feminist Muslims organization in Switzerland, talking to us about a ban on face coverings. Uh, the vote, very, very narrow. Only 52% uh, voted for it, 48% against it. A narrow call, but not very good uh, for Muslims in Switzerland. Taiba Muhammad, thank you for chatting to us.
1: Thank you for receiving me.
0: Drive time 91.3. Always.